Thanks for tuning in to Great Job, the improvised comedy podcast about the world of work. Each episode, we talk to an improviser about a job they've held, and then we improvise scenes based off what they've said. The jobs are real, but everything else is totally improvised and made up on the spot. Sound effects are added afterwards. One of the sound effects you're going to hear is a whooshing noise, which sounds like this. When you hear that, it means that the scene might have jumped to a different location, or the characters might have changed. And that is what the whoosh means. Enjoy the episode. And welcome to my podcast studio in the center of the earth. Oh, it's hot down here. You're burning alive. No, we're not. Is that improv? Is yeah, that that's improv? improv. Yeah. Um, I'm here with Sid Singh. Hello. Uh, Reese Collier. Hello. Yep. And Rebecca Schuster. Hey, hey. How you doing? Good. Um, and Reese is going to tell us about a job he's had. I am Freddie, and I'm going to start doing that now <laughs> hello my name is reese i live in london and i uh, for six years i worked in a sofa showroom in chelsea where i would serve all sorts of people including at one time um what's her name kate middleton she popped in as well to have a look at a sofa mm. um she wandered around so we, we got all you know all sorts commoners now royals in there um but what was the it's slightly sort of, an, I'm not a anarchic thing. This is a very tame version of anarchy. Um, is that I'd be like advising people on the, the sofas they wanted to like pair with the rooms they had and all the, the, the paint colors and things. Uh, but I was and still am colorblind. So I would, um, not, not mass, I could still see like a range of colors and I sort of I had to sort of learn color theory. But whenever someone showed me a photo of their room they were going to put a sofa into, and I was trying to get them to name like the paint color in there. Um, I'd just be like, oh, is that sort of a that's sort of a, I guess, a grey wool you've, wool you've got in there. Uh, and I try and get them to name it, because once I had the name of the colour, I could then be like, right, I know that you pair this with that. And to be honest, 90% of, of sofas are going to be a shade of grey. And that's always just a safe option. It's like, why don't you, why don't you just try this dark grey one, or why don't you just try this light grey one? It usually works most of the time. I'd hate to stop you, like, so soon, but um, were you not comfortable just saying, I'm, I can't? I... Maybe one or two customers I would have told in my time, but I, th- I feel like, in my head at least, I don't think if you're looking for a sofa, it's quite a big purchase. You, you don't want the salesman just to be like, hey, yeah, I'd love to help you. I am colorblind. <laughs> like, I think that's going to put people off trusting your judgment with it all and the guidance right. you might try but to give. But it's not all about the color, is not it? Not all about it. Oh, no. Fabrics. Like, like Martindale tests. Does thing recline? Wait, does the sofa ever recline? Mm. Uh, not the ones <laughs> we sold. No, we're not oh, DFS. shit. <laughs> uh, Wait, but you can see a range of colors? Well, I can see colors. It's just not necessarily... What I see as, as green might not be the same as what other people see. And it's, it's more being able to determine... Uh, or differentiate between colors at times. Is this how I find out I'm colorblind? What's mm-hmm. happening? Yeah, I yeah I'm yeah okay. Yeah, we're doing a little Ishihara test. But once all those colored dots, we have to look at and try to see a number. Do a few of them and just see if there's any like you struggle with, and that will help. So, oh, I it. want to, but we got to finish this dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> how long did you do this job for? Uh, six years. I worked there. Worked my up from working on the the sales floor to still working on the sales floor, but doing a lot of training. <laughs> so I guess I guess I never really moved where I was, but was there room for promotion? Uh, yeah, there was, but I was also doing a lot of improv at the time, and just treating this job as like it's just like a 
day job to subsidize. Right. So they didn't like it when you did improv at Sofa. Wherever. I'd be so wacky mm. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> no, I really struggle with, um, like, oh, I guess I'd say it's a struggle, but trying to like blend that sort of side of myself with just with workings. I compartmentalize them a lot to be like, right, I'm going to be very serious and just, we're selling sofas here. This is an important job. You c- there's no space for just mm. doing bits and things. And ov- over time, I've been able to blend that a bit better. Um, but yeah, definitely, I just like sofa Reese, very different to on stage Reese, and just wow. well, best non sofa Reese because I'm well. Okay, I I want to I want to combine them real quick. Yes, it, sure. in in this sense, which is that uh, uh, as a fancy touring comedian, I sleep on a lot of sofas. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, so, what what do you think makes a good sleeping sofa is that was that a thing you had to learn is or is that like only scumbags care about that kind of answer no i most of the time it comes down to the 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 seat depth of the sofa so how much space there is to to lie on there there are a few times in the showroom when like a couple would just start spooning just on a on a sofa just trying it out yeah you sort of like I'm just going to leave you guys <laughs> right. to do it. Not <laughs> for that, too long. I thought you were going to say you're going to ask them to stop. But you know, <laughs> leave them alone. And Reese, what was the best thing about being a sofa salesperson? Pass. I enjoyed it. I, I sort of liked the um, just building up all this knowledge about sofas and being able to dispense it as well. And be like, yes, I'm the master of this domain. Yeah. Um, it's very very telling comment about what is essentially useless knowledge of sofa fillings and all the sort of product codes we'd have for everything. Um, but being like, yeah, I sort of I run this showroom right fairly. Well. I was, again, I, would, I didn't run the showroom. I wasn't the showroom uh, manager, but I, I did a good job selling sofas and entering them into the system. Basically, data entry. You liked being like the master. I think being like, like or having all the knowledge of it. You, you said yeah. the word master. Yeah, yeah we'll master. Yeah. yeah, master. Yeah, yeah. I'm the sofa master. You have a sofa okay, king. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, who were the people that you worked with? What were they like? Um, they were all sort of similar, in, mostly in their twenties, and some of them sort of um, aspiring actors. Um, quite a few of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I was, I was there as an aspiring improviser. Actually, of course, very, very different, very different. Sorry, I just thought this is very funny. If someone just walks into a couch store because they're just like everyone who works here is like crazy hot, like or or a crazy actor <laughs> or crazy yeah. actor. Over there, yonder, like a dagger before me. Mm is the uh the double seater sofa wow mm. wow yes to uh you know not buy it would bring me great pain ah oh. alas are, are you okay i'm just uh, i should have said i'm i'm an actor oh okay, I, 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 okay. this it. is my day job but uh you, it the acting never leaves one's bones. I see, I see, I see. Okay. Mm. Uh, let me show sure. you the three-seater. Okay. For three wise people, I see no evil, I hear no evil, I speak it not. <laughs> I was in a play called I Hear No Evil, Speak No Evil, and Speak It Not. Got it. It was a university thing. Okay. I wrote it myself. How long ago was that? 12 years. Oh, okay. We got a three-star mm-hmm. review, but it read like a four. I see. Why don't you go ahead and just plump those cushions up a little bit and just give them you a little... You want me to plunk, plump them up? I, if you'd like to. Yeah, okay. Can I just, can I make an observation? You, when you plump those cushions, uh-huh. you were doing that a lot like Lady Macbeth. Oh, 
Okay, well, I wasn't trying to. Well, you were, I see no milk of human kindness in you. I don't even know what that means. Have you read Macbeth by Shakespeare? It's one of my favorites. Great. I'd say it's even better than the speak no evil, hear no evil thing that I wrote at university. Wow. You blew another sail, baby. The sail blew itself. These people don't know good art. <laughs> Listen, uh, as your number one fan and, of course, assistant to the regional manager, I support you and your acting ability. But i got to tell you, um, you've made zero sales over the last three and a half weeks. I've made zero sales, but I've moved tens of people. One couple came out of here with tears in their eyes. A lot of people have been crying, actually. And I feel like that uh, we, we got to change it up, baby. we got we got to change it up. You're saying I need to be more meta, more breaking the fourth wall. I know exactly. Ah, yes, I saw this on Broadway. Hi, I just um, wonder what the difference was between these feather-wrapped foam cushions and the fiber-wrapped foam. The difference, my man, is death. Yeah, that was a great example. <laughs> um, uh, I, I've got to be honest with you. Uh, he started crying almost immediately. Thank you. I, I don't know how to tell you this, but... Um, in in just half a week, it would have been as if you gave us your four week or yeah notice uh, in terms of sales. I will give you no notice because selling sofas is a living, breathing thing, and it exists only in the present. My God, you are the greatest actor I have ever seen in my life. That is not up for debate. Thank you. But I need you to sell. Okay, you know what? I'm I hear you, and I do need to get some sales. Sorry, I was just wondering, is it possible to get the legs without the, the wheels on them? How would I remove the wheels with these crippled hands? <laughs> okay, again, um, I was moved almost to tears by your crippled hands, which felt so real. It felt so real. I was like, oh my God, he's really going for it. If there was a sofa Oscar, I would give it to you immediately. But then that customer held your hands. Yeah. And then he walked away without a sale. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You are currently making more money as an actor than you are as a sofa salesman. Sorry, honey. Still no sofa, I'm afraid. It's been three months. I know. How I, long I, does I it don't take know. To I get just, a sofa. I just. Can you come with me one time? Because I feel like I go in there and you, I just get blown away by the performance of the salespeople. Well, well, well. Cometh the hour, cometh the couple. What a performance. Thank you. Right. Keep going. Keep we going. We believe in you. <laughs> come on. Come on. This is the best you've ever been. You're so close. You're so are the, are close. The, the back cushions, they're sort of three-tiered feather uh, filling in them. Oh, the back cushions. Yes, you could watch quite a performance on these. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, keep on going. Would you like to sit on the sofa? Uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Sit yourselves down and prepare to be wowed. I hear no evil, see no evil, and I speak it neither. A play I wrote 12 years ago. Damn it, this place should have gotten four stars. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to admit this. It's really tough for me, but... Babe, I'm I'm starting to think I'm colorblind. What makes you think that? I just I just found out the definition of colorblindness, and it turns out I've been colorblind my whole life. Oh, 
babe, that, that's fine. <laughs> I just feel so stupid right now because, as you know, I'm the greatest painter who has ever lived. Yes. But I've just been going on feet. I'm basically the Mozart of paint. In, in terms of huh? Mozart? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Well, baby, I, I told you this when we met. I'm like the Mozart of paint, paint. but I just thought it meant that I was really good at painting. <laughs> you know? But it turns I'd say, out... I'd say more like the Beethoven of paint, because he, he couldn't hear. What? And that sort of would have impacted... Like, imagine what he would have done if he could. Yeah, but Mozart was colorblind. Babe, are you listening? No, but that's, that's not relevant to him... Making the the music that he How made. did he know which keys to touch? He used to rest his head against the uh, piano to hear what he was playing. Damn, so I'm also the Beethoven of painting. <laughs> but in yeah. different ways to the way that I'm the Mozart I don't of think painting. you're the Mozart. He's a really good painter, baby. Gotta check it out. He's so underrated. God, I love you. <laughs> Honey, I, I love I'm you so, too. I'm, I know, I'm, I'm sorry if... I'm sorry if this is coming as a shock to you, but you're in your 50s now. I would have thought that you would have... It's never come up before. I just, I feel like I'm learning so much about myself. I'm colorblind. I'm the Beethoven of painting. And just me at 50 going through this quarter life crisis. I feel like. Quarter life? Quarter life! Honey, I don't think you're going to make it to 200. Because of the colorblindness? I just don't think it's not been done before. Is that what he said? He really, really sounds like the Einstein of human lifespans. <laughs> So I want to get a new fridge, and I keep hearing about this fridge master. Uh, apparently, you have to seek him out at the top of a mountain. Are you in for it? I was born ready. I've got everything we need. I got snacks. Snacks. I got soup. I got pasta. I got water. Got, I got apricots. You got all that stuff. I got all that stuff. I have smelled the wind. Mmm mountain air two people this way come mm. to see the fridge master mm. Mm. the greatest trick the fridge master ever played was when he pushed you <laughs> into that pile of dung that was that was what he did and then i became the fridge master because i got him back but the greatest trick i ever pulled was pushing me into a pile of dung and then I, yes <laughs> but the other trick that i pulled was convincing the world that they should look in his pile of time <laughs> and then we push them in. Babe, I think we're close. <laughs> There's so much dung at the top There's of the mountain. There's a lot of dung around here. It's like he's getting rid of all the shit in life and makes him more masterful. Never did I think I would hear two people with such wisdom approach the fridge master. Come closer, my children. Am I really in the presence of the fridge master? Does this answer your question? Wow. Yes. Gaze upon my master's smeg. And in what way are you masters of fridges? (laughs) 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 I sense someone will be in the dung by the end of the day. Mm. Let me open the smeg again. Still perfectly packed. Perfectly packed. Look Mm. at the vegetable drawers. Oh, wow. One whole cauliflower. Could easily fit in there twice. Yes. Why is the ketchup in there? (laughs) Ah, the whole ketchup in or out of the fridge debate. Well, let me settle that once and for all. Ooh! It goes in. What about eggs? 
eggs a gray area. What do you have packed in the freezer? (laughs) (laughs) We put water in there, and now it's ice. Wait, it's just a drawer with one big cube of ice. Big cubes, small cubes, and we splurged, and we got one that makes little circles of ice. Oh, wow. Well, half half globes. Ah, very fun parties. I'm not sure I'd ever need those. Oh, you clearly haven't been to one of our cocktail parties. Mad men inspired. You always you always have to leave early. Yes, I do. I want to pick up the kids. Babe, what are you going to become the next fridge master? I'm just biding my time until I can push him into a pile of dung. <laughs> Babe, you've been saying that for four years. Okay, the kids are home. It's not easy for me to find the right time. He always suspects. Sit. So you want to do another, another viewing of the mountain range in front of this huge pile of goat excrement? Sure, we're here. Why not? Oh, now I'm in dung. This episode's performers were Reese Collier, Sid Singh, Rebecca Schuster, and myself. Freddie Sandilands, with thanks to Sessions, bringing the most exciting talent and food to your neighbourhood. <laughs>